Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Views expressed here are not supported by and do not reflect those of the Evening Rush Network. Viewer's discretion is advised. p.m. to 8 p.m. on the Evening Rush Network. (laughs) (laughs) And you already know, and you already know you can catch us again, Sleep Radio Network, and also the Evening Rush Radio, 9 a.m. in the morning. What's going on, Rainbow? I want to first and foremost shout out our special guest tonight. My Bulletproof Marriages is in the building, Chad and Linnell. Yes. I hope I got the names right because you I'm did. That's what I was just saying. I was like, like, Woo. like he got my name know. right. Thank you. Yeah, Don usually <laughs> this is a good thing because Don doesn't usually get names right. Like he'll get them oh, yeah. wrong at the beginning. He'll get them right towards the end. But the fact <laughs> he he might he might start to say your name wrong. So don't give him too much. I, I won't trust me. They people put Y inside my name, even though I don't know how to get that E at the end. It's all good. People <laughs> put letters. No, oh, people put letters in other people's names, and I'm like, where did you even see that? Right. Why, why, why would you do that? That's not even there. Right. You didn't even say that. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. I just want to say, first and foremost, I got to do some quick shout out. Shout out mm-hmm. to iAccess Radio. Shout out to 716 Live. Shout out to WUPN. It's hard to say, though. 86.4 to beat. In South Carolina, shout out to Bobby D Customs and AACS Productions. Those are all our sister stations. Yes. Definitely want to give them a big shout out. Thank y'all again for all everybody that you know show that love and support. 
So we got we we not even doing trending topics this week. I Thank God. I don't want to do it. I don't want to talk about anybody else. But we just talking about marriage here. Yes, marriage, love, and happiness. But before we Thank talk God. about that, Rainbow, how was your <laughs> week? Um, um, it wasn't. I didn't do much today. I did some stuff. You know, I'm trying to get some money or whatever. I did some was stuff outside? today. Was outside. I was outside. Yeah. That's amazing for me. Uh, mm. I don't know if it's amazing, but uh, it was stressful. But that's it. That's all I did this week. I ain't did nothing else. Mm. But tomorrow's a new day. Linnell, <laughs> <laughs> how was your week? Oh, so far so good. I mean, it's Wednesday, hump day, if they call it. But I mean, every day for me is great. I'm vertical. So, hey, we're good. That's yes. Chad, how was your week? Man, I'm always blessed. I'm like my wife. Uh, I'm I'm vertical. I'm breathing. I'm happy. Life can always be uh, worse than what it is. So I'm thankful for what I have. Amen. Very, very, very true. Well, I had a very interesting but crazy week. <laughs> First and foremost, I want to shout out Fleet DJs New York. Uh, Saturday, I had an amazing time with y'all guys. I saw. Um, shout out to DJ Don Duro. Shout out to MVS Creations, our sponsor. Yo, first of all, I came in a, in, in one shirt, and Envy threatened me get one of my shirts. Oh. Um. So yeah, I had to do a switch. <laughs> mid mid party, huh? Mid party. Oh. oh okay. I, I like a like good threat. That's my girl. Yeah, it's a I dope like shirt. It. I'm happy. I love my the new shirt. Yo, she did her thing as far as the table was decked out with fleet all day. It was amazing. She told me, I saw it, and she told me she did like 40 40 to 50 shirts. I said, wow. Go ahead, girl. Yeah, and she said she did it in a couple of hours. That was Mm. what I was like impressed about. Yeah. She wasn't playing. She had an amazing cake. I was a little nervous about the cake because I saw red on it. I was like, I hope this ain't strawberry. So I <laughs> that didn't would be to pink. Fund it. See, I, I, yeah, I wasn't saying. Mm, but yeah, yeah I, I didn't eat it because I was like. Red velvet red. With you? She was like, everybody don't eat the fondant anyway, but the fondant be good to me. So normally I eat the fondant, but when I saw the red, I was like, that's strawberries. I ain't eating that. <laughs> you ain't getting me. Would have been I, out I ain't there. trying to go to the hospital. I'll get like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna been a good party. But then um, you know, left there, went to work Sunday, had a great time. Um, you know what was great about it? I'm on vacation. So that made me <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you love your job. That's what's up. Nah, let me tell you something about when you it's your last day before vacation. Can't nobody yeah. do nothing to piss you off. You be like right. you got it. Whatever, I don't care. I'm not here tomorrow. I could care too. Whatever you do today, cause you ain't about to get on my bad side. I don't even care. You so right. <laughs> and and that's truly how I feel. What's good, Facebook user? I see you at a check in. That's how I felt. I I honestly was like, yo, there's nothing y'all could do to say or do anything to make me upset right now. 
I'm, I'm going on a vacation for two weeks. You could tell me the sky is falling, and I'm going to believe you. Because I don't even care. I don't even care. As long as it don't fall when I get on vacation, I can care less. <laughs> yeah, you I don't I walked out. Mm-hmm. So I had to go to North Carolina yesterday, pick up Mom Dukes, because she had to come back, because, you know, she's going with us on vacation. Yes. That ride was very amazing. It was very interesting. It was, it was very enlightening. It felt oh, you mean good. to talk with your mother? No, nah, I, well, I was with my grandfather, so I was talking to him oh. going down. I, was about to say, and I don't see how a drive to North Carolina was enlightening, but education, it, it depends, on who, education. You, it depends yeah. on who you was in the car with. That, when you it. talk, when you talk to a seventy-five-year-old for eight hours, things change. I don't know. A seventy-five-year-old probably fell asleep. Nah, you it's, look at life so different. You do. You look at all the the the, the trials and tribulations that eighty-five-year-old, excuse me, seventy-five-year-old man went through, mm-hmm. and it was like, wow. And you you you're, you're giving me this knowledge of how to handle certain things because you've been through it. Mm-hmm. I I think that was one of the the most amazing times me and him had. But mm-hmm. then coming back, I added my mother, mm-hmm. and yeah. So now you you know that was the hard part. That was the hard part. <laughs> Why was that? And, and I love my mother. I, no, I love my mother. But when you have two old people in the car, <laughs> I think it's a little too much. It was overkill. <laughs> I wasn't ready. You wasn't. I definitely wasn't was ready. Not, you was not ready for that. Are I, they I both definitely wasn't ready. Huh? Are they both really opinionated? Yes. 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 Okay. okay. And then my mother was talking a lot. I loved it because they were, you know, they was bobbing. Okay. But it was just me. Like, I couldn't, you know how you like to roll the window down to get to man? Yeah. They was no, like, no, roll that window up cold. and cold. It's cold. <laughs> Cold, <laughs> a freezing. I had to roll the window back up. Um, Definitely sounds like an older person. They be like, uh-uh. I listened to Series XM's soul music for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> you said the, what? Get the... Gospel? No, Series XM soul music. Oh, soul music. All, all the old, old. So it was that soul old, town old, or something? It's old. Music. I mean, when I say old, 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 old music, I mean Sam Cooke. I think I heard James Brown like thirty good. times. Oh, he's listening to the good stuff. Like, oh, okay, got you, Ozzy Brown. I, I couldn't hear no, no Nequasia. <laughs> I couldn't hear no, no G Went, <laughs> no Jay Z. You know my. Tupac, my normal ride music, but, you never use that. But that does, you don't usually get this. So, look, take it. It's what it was a moment that you needed, you know, to like you said, enlighten you. So the music had to go with it. The ambiance of all of it had to flow, you know. <laughs> okay. So you were in What's the car. With, you were in the car with your your grandfather for for eight hours, and then then had to drive back with him and your yeah. mom in the car. Yeah. How how long is that ride? Is it still another eight hours? No, it was eight hours with my grandfather because he just let me drive. He didn't bother me. He just said, "Go ahead," and and yeah, I didn't have to stop or nothing. I was good. 
That old man Coming didn't have back. to stop. I, I don't. I don't know. I would have been like, "Can we stop?" Maybe about twice in that eight-hour span. No, I, I, like, I, I stopped I for gas. You're gonna I have to gas. stop. Okay. He went to the bathroom. That was okay. it. I'm back on All the right. road. I could have probably did that. I, I try Coming to be back, accommodating. I think we stopped like Walmart. We went to Walmart. We went to um, <laughs> Target. Um, we went to like multiple places. Piggly Wiggly. Piggly um, wiggly. Piggly I'm glad that you said it like that. Piggly, yeah, we piggly went, wiggly. Yeah, we went to a, a barbecue. Like, I'm like, I'm trying to get back home. I want to get back to New York. Well, Hello. Your, your mother is from where? North Carolina. So she don't be going to the Piggly Wiggly wash down here already? Why'd you have to stop and go to the Piggly Wiggly? No, 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 no. Because now they was talking about food and then they went to the not not to me biscuits, not to me butter biscuits that only Piggly Wiggly sell. And he needed like six to go back with him. So now I had to get get the not to me biscuits, butter biscuits. Yeah, dumb, dumb biscuits. <laughs> it was an experience. Hang on, hold well, now you know. Tell your mother, yeah, ship him up to your grandfather from now on. What up? What's going on with her? But the I'm not finished. That's the crazy part. <laughs> so, you know, when you get home and you finally see your wife and you're like, okay, I'm going to get a hug in case you miss me. She was like, why are you knocking on the door so loud? The kids are sleeping. You're doing too much. She had just put them kids. Look, let me tell you something. Really? I ain't got no, I don't have no kids, but I know what it is to put a child to sleep. <laughs> and after somebody wakes them up, you just want to fight. Yes. Yeah. It takes a while to put kids to sleep. <laughs> Amen. So if they sleep yeah. and you wake them up, it's all hell. So but, but I thought after two days you missed me. She did least. miss you, but she also she missed miss her alone time. Amen. And she missed the time, like she missed the kids. She want to make sure that the kids stay asleep. See, you you missed that part. See, she gonna miss you when you get in the bedroom and, and the door closed and the kids are still asleep. She's gonna miss you then. She was still packing for the vacation. <laughs> okay, let me let me tell y'all about Dawn. So Dawn has nine children. Yeah, we just heard. Like that's a lot. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and he has four under the age of what, Dawn? Uh seven. Okay. Right? Two sets of twins. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So the fact that she had to deal with those two sets of twins by herself for two days and was still packing clothes for their trip that they leaving tomorrow. Yeah, she's right. like, I'm over it. Right, I don't right. just don't just make me wake some kids up because you wake some kids up, it's gonna be me and you square up. I'm with I miss you, you not that much. I, I'm, I'm with you. I feel you. you ain't got no I kids. Think, you understand that? Okay, so you got it. <laughs> I think that was the vibe that was going on in here because yeah, I'm happened? sure that I'm was telling vibe. I'm telling you. I don't even have kids, but if you had woken any of them children up, right? I would have fought you like I'm like <laughs> like I was a grown man. <laughs> yeah. hey, all I want, all, all I wanted was a hug. That, like, so, she can give you a hug if you want. Yeah, well, no. you get a hug on vacation. See, when it when she settled and everybody good, then you get a hug. So just well, first, no, I doubt it thing because. Things go crazy. Day one, day one of my crew. I'm sick from all the motion. He's motion. He's motion. And the drama, me. 
Boom. You, I'm sick. No, what I'm you have to, to do is you have to get non-drowsy and drama mean because drama mean makes you sleepy. He tried you that. Drink. He tried that last time, and that mm. didn't work. I so went try to, something I else than drama mean. I gotta try something because I can't leave her with it. Like this little wrist pouch, uh, patch. Excuse me. Try, that you tried that. Oh, um, you did. Okay. Hey. What's going on? Hope. Um, bony. Which one is that? It's in. It's blue. It's in it's blue. Like the like, pill. It's a pill. Yeah, it's a little pink pill. Tried it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm telling you, Friday. I mean, the first day. I'm night night. Night night. So I I ain't no help. I ain't nothing. Well, see, she already know that. So now she pissed because she already remember. She's like, see, I'm gonna have to do this again by myself. She like, I'm gonna have to. I done did this for two see, days by myself. I'm exactly. still packing. You trying to wake the kids up? I gotta take care of these kids all day on Thursday. Did she over it? She just thinking. Of She's like, we ain't even on vacation. This ain't even first. She got day. anxiety exactly. already. Yeah. I, I I think I'm getting that type of vibe. Okay, good. So then, you know, we get through that. Okay, we're going to get through that. I believe it. I got faith. Yeah, you we are. get through, through that. <laughs> then that next day, you know, I'm going to take the kids and let her get her sometime. Okay. Y'all better, y'all better send them kids to the kids club. <laughs> See, I was, only two could go there. The other two can't. So that's the problem. Why? Tristan and Aiden are too young. No, they're not. No. Yes, because one also they remember Aiden is autistic, so it's a little extra. No, I'm telling you. <laughs> I've been on many a cruise. You, How old are they again? Four. No, they could go. They could go. They could go. Don't threaten me with a good time. I think they thought I think we have no, because they be having <laughs> sometimes they be having like month olds in the thing. They, they can stay all day check. and have fun. Double play. check it. Yeah. And they supposed to. I'll come they, back for lunch. And they can't discriminate Read because them. they're autistic. They send them right back. And it just be like, have somebody good. They're supposed to have somebody that just because he's autistic doesn't mean anything. They're supposed to have right. somebody. They can't discriminate. That's discrimination. <laughs> and if they tell you no because he's autistic, you sue. <laughs> <laughs> so. Through all of that, I know though we are gonna have a great time. Um, of course, you know I'm never gonna say where I'm at. I'm never gonna take pictures until after I leave where I'm at. So y'all can catch me when y'all catch me. Um, hope y'all tuning in. If y'all see me, say what up. But make sure you be nice and cool. And uh, you know, I'm real. Yeah, real petty. Don't, don't play with family me. around. Yeah, I don't play when the kids is there. <laughs> but yeah, other than that. Forget the wife. I said the family. He said not when the kids are there. <laughs> he said Joy got to fend for herself. Exactly. <laughs> nah, nah, I wouldn't do that. I definitely wouldn't do that. I See, definitely this is why we got y'all up here because he didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> I, I listen. I'll be the first to say, uh, yes, that was one yes. of the main reasons when I read their read their bio. I was just amazed, and I was like, yo, listen, this definitely is a couple I want to have up here. GMF, what's going on, bro? I see you on the check-in. And I need them to help me and other men and other women keep these marriages and these relationships going. Because that's the one thing I notice a lot of is divorce. Mm -hmm. A lot of separation. A lot of cheating. People don't like, a lot of people don't like to put in the work. Mm -mm. 
Yeah. You are so 100%. right. You are 100%. so right. But that's we, like everything. Though. I was about to say, we get, you we know? get, we understand all that's of all that you said. It's, we were talking about it divorce takes, for yeah. the first 10 years of our marriage, like yeah. every week. We were talking about, we hate each other. No, for real. Like, we really did hate like, each other. We, we could have, we were close to like crossing the line. Oh, yeah. Going to jail. Probably. Yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> No, for real. I mean, so my first question means that, that you're going to give us what we need to know off the rip. Look. And that's who is my bulletproof marriages? Oh, well, look, um, me and my wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, um, you know, look, we, we've been together for 27 years, married for 19 of them. We got four kids. And like she was saying, like first 10 years, man, it was, we were kids that had kids. She mm -hmm. was pregnant with our second child, 22 years old, walking down the aisle to marry me. Mm. So we were kids mm. that had kids that were getting married. We were wet behind the ears. I didn't know what I was doing. I, I wasn't even a real, you know, when you're 22, you think you're a man. You're not a man yet. You know, you, you think you are, but you're not. And I didn't realize that we start off on this life together with only one good example of, of a successful marriage. Mm -hmm. And I joined the military, took me, took all of us into a situation full of alcohol, cheating, uh, a lot of drama, you know, a, a lot of drama. And so it didn't help what we were already going through when we got there. Right. And mm -hmm. you can add financial issues on top of that. So there's a lot of stress because when you join the army, man, like it's, you don't get paid very much. Mm -hmm. And, um, we were, a we lot were, of people think that. Yeah. Lot, yeah. No, man, we, we were on government assistance and, and all kinds of stuff, man. Uh, it was, it was bad. Uh, we, we really didn't have, we were asking neighbors for diaper money, you know? So mm -hmm. it, it was what it was. Um, and we, we actually, our daughter had a stroke when I was stationed in Germany and wow. she was five years old. And at that point, like financially, some parts of our, our relationship had gotten a little bit better, but uh, we still weren't in a great place. Mm -mm. But when she had her stroke, it forced us to drop the petty stuff, to stop all those little things that we, we keep bringing up, you know, and to focus on what really needed to be done. And that's take care of our daughter. Mm. Uh, while all that was happening, my wife gave birth with our third child while my daughter was in ICU. So I have, I have a daughter wow. in ICU. I have her giving birth. Mm. We have an older son who's just trying to figure out what's going on. And it was in that moment that really it brought us mm -hmm. together and we were able to turn the corner and start working through a lot of the things that had plagued our relationship, you know, and time goes on. We end up having a fourth and our two youngest have autism as well. And they're both on two different spectrums. So we have three special need kids. And at one point, they're all in therapy for different things. I'm still in the Army. The Army still is the <laughs> Army, right? And, and so we're having to juggle all of this. And we ended up um, really just banding together. Mm -hmm. Like we, we, we in early in our marriage, we listened to a lot of folk. Uh, that weren't even successful in their, their own rights. Right. But everybody has an opinion. Everybody knows what, what's best for you. And we were, we were listening, right. We were like, okay, I should do this. I should do this. And, and our marriage was just paying for it, man. 
And through all of this, it, it brought some separation between us and everybody else. Like mm. we, we started to create our own community and our own culture within our house. And that's what really started to shape what my bulletproof marriage, right? It is, is to create our own culture, create what, what we needed for each other, right? Not what so-and-so says a wife needs, but what my wife says that she needs, mm. right? Vice versa. <laughs> We started to create that. And then I got hit by two. I Well, I ended up getting injured in Iraq mm -hmm. and going off of a roof. And I got medically retired after 10 wow. years. I hit like this really bad PTSD patch. And uh, when I got out, it was like a different world for me. Things I didn't have to face while I was enlisted hit me. Uh, and I started having nightmares, started drinking. Man, just bad things. And I was ruining my relationship with my wife and my kids. So I took up riding motorcycles to try to get my, my mind right, man. Just try to do something. And I ended up getting hit by a car at 45 miles an hour. An 18-year-old kid uh, ran a red light and blew through me at 45. He didn't even touch his wow. brakes until after he hit me. Mm. And God's good because somehow I, I survived. <clears throat> I had a really bad TBI. and But other than that, I was straight. And like two years later, I, I had like a lot of fear around intersections uh, you know, as you can imagine. So I decided yeah. to face the fear, get back on a motorcycle, start riding. And I got hit again. Wow. 65 miles an hour by some family on vacation. Wow. Yeah. And I flatlined twice. I had over six surgeries and my wife was left to take care of three special need kids and a husband that couldn't do nothing, you know, couldn't walk. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't do anything, man. I only had mm -hmm. one hand that worked. Um, and you know, but it was one of the best things it was. for our family. It's crazy. Like we, we say that all of this tragedy and all these hardships in our lives are bad. We label them as bad, but I think that it's honestly where the most value comes from. This is you where know you who has your back. Yeah. This is where you learn how to be the best version of you. Mm -hmm. This is where you mm -hmm. learn how to communicate. This is when you learn how to compromise. This is all the skills that we teach everybody came from pain. It came from places of having no other option but to figure it out and do it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we kept being asked to help people because people wanted what we had. And we were in our own world. We were like, <laughs> yeah, we're happy. <laughs> you do you. And uh, that, that wasn't what people wanted and we started thinking about it and we were like okay so we came we looked back through our lives and just started saying okay this was an ingredient this was an ingredient we created a recipe that we now offer to everybody else and it's a recipe that we still put in practice every day and once again what he said we put to practice every single day everybody thinks that we walk around looking also happy so cheerful Ooh. You have to understand there are days I don't still like him. <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, yeah. ooh, ooh, yes, ooh, I want to punch you in your face. And I'll say that. I don't, but I sometimes feel that yeah. way because of whatever's going on. I'm still human. He is too. And so mm -hmm. at the end of the day, we still have our own issues we have to work on. But what I will say is that when we had those hard times, what we had to learn, especially when he had his second motorcycle accident, is that we had to become whole individually. We Amen. Really we had to step out yeah. because we had this codependency on each other. We've been together for, I, mean, <laughs> I, thought I was 14 when I met him. So mm -hmm. 
really codependent on each other. And because of everything we went through with our children, with life and, it, you know, and just trying to get through that, we had, we were like, oh, I just need you. I need you. And it was like, oh, wait, that's so horrible. Because if he was to pass away, what was I going to do? Right. right. If he mm-hmm. didn't make yeah. it. Then I was I going to I was going to be still left to raise these children, still left to take care of the bills, and so I had to start fixing me. I had to realize that he cannot make me happy. He will not make me happy if I'm not happy within myself. You know what? Then there's an issue, and so then I had to really start taking ownership and start had to figuring out like what's going on with me. Like, oh, it's you, girlfriend. You got to really dive in and fix you. You got to really look at the past and stop letting it be your present. And I was always looking at the present and I was looking at the, I was, excuse me, I was looking at the past and I was looking at our future. Like, well, we ain't got this and we're not doing this. That didn't even, or this, yeah, or this happened and this was going on instead of just enjoying what we had. So Mm, when he had his breath, we had to be engaged. We had to be present with the moment that we were in. And we had to realize that it was for a reason. It was a lesson that we were learning. We were grateful every single moment. Like I said, that's why we're so grateful to be vertical because he could have not been vertical one day. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm like I said, we just wake up and just say, you know what? Thank you, Lord. Just thank you. Thank you for this moment. I appreciate it mm-hmm. because there's something I can always learn from every moment in my life. Yeah. And, and that codependency, let me speak on oh. that just real quick because a lot it's, it's if I died, yeah, that that's, that's one level. Right. But we see it every day. So let's say I walk in from having a bad day at work and I'm pissed off and she reads my energy because we're codependent. Now she gets pissed off. Mm-hmm. She don't mm-hmm. even know why, the, why she's pissed off. Right. But now she, just the vibe. We're close. We're, we're dependent on each other. So now that energy feeds. Now you got two ticked off parents raising kids or handling life mm-hmm. and there's no peace. There's no joy. There's no balance. Right. And we were doing a lot of that Mm -hmm. and we see a lot of couples do a lot of that. Right. And so once we were able to become whole within ourselves, we call it like, it's like a thermostat. When you, when you fix the inner person, it becomes a thermostat to your life. Mm -hmm. And if you, if you can think about your house, somebody leaves the door open in the summer, what happens? The thermostat kicks in and it combats that hot air that's coming in and it brings it back to whatever that temperature is comfortable for you, the best temperature for you. And so when you fix in here, that's what happens. So people might leave some doors open in your life, right? Some heat might come in, they might act kind of crazy, but because you have this adjusted Mm -hmm. to a certain temperature and it's, and it's locked in, it brings it right back down. Okay. And you're cool. They can be whatever they want to be. Right. But you and your piece is straight. Um. First of all, I want to say God is good because I've been around motorcycle people that drive motorcycle all the time. Yeah. And you survived, then God is Twice. definitely good with you. Twice. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he's yeah. here, so that's, he's that's here for a reason. They say that again, yeah. Rainbow. I know. Yeah, it, it was it was bad. I was in the ICU for seven days mm-hmm. uh, in the hospital for 14. I like because I flatlined on the way to the hospital. Wow. And they did emergency surgery. But they realized when they opened me up that they didn't, the MRI didn't see everything, right? So mm. there was still more that they had to do. And right before the second surgery, I flatlined again. So, wow. And this yeah. is during, well, so, yeah, during, oh, during, oh, I didn't even, like, I went up there, it was like three o'clock in the morning, and I, and I followed the ambulance up to the next city because where we live at, they couldn't treat them. So I went there and they were like, we can't let you in, it's COVID. And I'm like, 
no, 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 my husband's here. And they're like, no, you don't get it. We don't let, when nobody gets yeah. to come in. Mm-hmm. They're like, unless you're delivering a baby, only person that's allowed with that child is the actual father. That's it. And I was like, oh. And so I had to just wait and be patient. I had to just trust. But I, you know what? I had a peace. I really did. Like, I was consoling people that were there, like his friends and the, the, the chaplain, even the you chaplain. Know- she was like crying. She was like, why, why are you consoling me? And I said, you know what, to be honest with you, I just know that it's okay. Like, I just feel this into peace. Like this is not, he's not done. Like right now it looks really bad. Like I know everybody's looking and the, the ambulance, the drivers are like, no, it's really bad. And I'm like, I hear you, but I don't feel that. I just didn't. My God, my God told me that it ain't over. That's you can right. say whatever you want to say. That's it. My God already told me it ain't over. So, so I just knew. Yeah. I just felt like yeah. I said I felt good. And I think because we are so connected in so many ways yeah. that it's, just, it's I just know. I just know when like he could be in another country and he has been. He's been in Germany before. I've been in Virginia and yet right. I felt stuff. Yeah. He's been in Iraq and I'm like, wow, I feel this. I can't sleep. I don't know what's going on. And I'll just send him a message and he'd be like, thank you. I needed that. I'd be like, okay, cool. And it's like, we just know. Yeah. And in the hospital, like, so when the car hit me, I destroyed my phone and everything. So it's COVID. I had no phone. I had no, nobody to come in. And at first I was like, man, what am I doing? I was watching like, I couldn't move. And I'll be honest, man. Sometimes we are afraid to be alone with ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right. And that was the first time that I faced a lot of stuff that was eating at me from a long time ago, from even my childhood through combat and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. I started working through this stuff because I had no, I was by myself. Right. And this stuff was still coming. The demons don't stop because you're in the hospital, man. So, um, it was, it was freeing because when I left and I got home, mm-hmm. I was like a different dude. He really was. Like, I don't, I can't even put words to it, man. Like it, it was just a different, a different me. Wow. Yeah. Um, we're gonna take a quick second to pay some bills. Um, this is getting deep, and I'm loving it already. Um, so give us a second. We're gonna pay some bills. We'll be right back. You already know what it is. It's the evening rush, man. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl Chrissy here to let you know that the Evening Rush Network now has an app. Yes, an app, you guys, so you can stay connected on the go and watch all your favorite podcast shows. You can download the app at Google Play Store or Apple iTunes. So spread the word. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Also, if you're looking to start a podcast and really don't know how, well, hit us up at the Evening Rush Network at gmail.com and inquire about time slots, pricings, and everything you may need to get started. We got you. Join the winning team, the Evening Rush Network. And also, download that app. What are you waiting for? <laughs> get to it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline.
Yo, yo, yo. You already know what it is, man. It's uh, the evening rush. I was just, I had to dial it back for a second because uh, I got real emotional. <laughs> so for, you know, so what we were just y'all. talking about. But uh, real quick, I want to shout out our sponsors. First and foremost, you got to shout out Industry 21 Magazine. Shout out to my boy Dame. New issues coming up. Make sure y'all tap in for that. Also, get that Industry 21 clothing. Definitely, definitely something you want to need in your life. Shout out to Chef Beauty. She right now has a bunch of situations going on as far as catering. Hit her up. Go to Chef Beauty on Instagram, and you can definitely tap in and, you know, fill out the paperwork, and she can come get you some great spools for her catering business. Shout out to Envious Creations. You already know. Envy bullied me into a whole shirt, so I, I just want to say it is what it is. Make sure y'all <laughs> support really her, but she's definitely on good you... on everything, catering, all that that you can need and use. Yo, she bullied she really me, bully you. Nah, Shout out to really Bartine Felton if you need uh, artwork. If you need artwork, if you need um, a tarot uh-huh. reader, if you need a life coach, or an amazing book, three amazing books, my book, Definitely hit up martinefelton.com and you'll have that. Shout out to Rainbow Refreshes. Of course, that Evening Rush Lemonade will be out very, very, very soon. I don't know what's going on with Rainbow. She slowed up on the process. But she outside now, so she getting there. She getting there. Definitely well, catch her. She's in a, I moved this somewhere where I'm not used to being. Yeah, she in the yeah. A. So you know what I mean. Y'all definitely need to check her out, man. And and last but not least, check out Drope, my boy, the Joker with painted drip. You could get you some dope sneakers. He already got the the rewind. He already got um Caleb Bishop's Gucci. So he 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 really do his thing. So check out Painted Drip. Also, I got a big announcement. Nequasia, mm. Terrence Love, Don't Waste My Time will be dropping 12, 20, 31, 23. So if y'all don't know, that's one, two, three, one, two, three. Faith and blessings, basically. Say that again. I'm confused. 12, 12, 31, December okay. 31st. Okay, because that's not what you said first time. Because that's, I was confused. Check it out. I'm gonna ch- check it out. It's, it's it's real crazy. So this year, if you look at it, if you write it down, it says nah. 12, that's not because no, because what you had originally said was twelve twenty. That's why I was like twelve twenty thirty one twenty three. What is that? You always be trying to knock my listen. Nah, that's what you said. Faith and blessing, man. But faith and blessing. Just follow the faith and blessing. Don't waste my time. You already know what it is, man. The Evening Rush Entertainment's old Quasar. Terrence Love. New single dropping Christmas. New Year's night. So make New sure Year's Eve. What is wrong with you? <laughs> New Year's you Eve. Look, Jesus. You can't take you nowhere. You can't take. I can't take you nowhere. Really? Ah. Like, yo. Oh, Jesus. Have don't mind us, guys. Don't mind. And no, we're not married. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yo, not. Topic, topic of the day. Are rules are there rules in, in a relationship? We got our special guests in the building, Chad and Linnell of my bulletproof marriages. There better be, be rules hey. in a marriage. <laughs> See, this is the crazy part. And 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 listen, I'm gonna let them them we're gonna chop it up right now. This is where the marriage game gets crazy. 
Are there rules in a marriage? I personally believe it is some, there's somewhat rules and then there's somewhat not. Because in all actuality, in order, my theory of we have to make a marriage work is because we have to have individuality and mm-hmm. we still bring together as a family. Mm-hmm. And a part of that is trust. Okay. So if you don't trust the person you're with, there really shouldn't be no rule. It what? You know? If you trust the person you're with, you why wait where's the rules coming? It it ain't but everything you you talking about just rules about trusting. There are still Okay, maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking like boundaries, maybe not rules. Boundaries, I was yeah, gonna I say, was say there boundaries, are boundaries. Yeah, yeah the, boundaries, in my, in my mind when I kept sure. you know thinking about are there rules, and I told him I was like rules. I was like, oh, I like yeah. to break rules. I, I mean, I get, I get maybe that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, maybe, it's saying. Not, maybe it's not rules. Maybe boundaries are definitely there are it, things you. I'm not I'm not with that. That's just not something that we're gonna do. It's a, it, it's it's a rule. It's the rule. To me, it's about respect, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, we can name it whatever we want. We can. It could be a rule. It could be, you know, a guideline, a boundary. Really, it boils down to respect for your partner and the love that you have for them. If I know that, all right, for example, right? Like we did, we had uh, someone that we were helping and he had been a little unfaithful in, in his marriage and he was trying to rebuild that trust back, right? And there was some conflict because he wanted to go out with his his buddies, right? And his his girl is of course like, well, hold on, man, you know. Uh, you, <laughs> and and, and she, in the first place, and it well, and the thing was, it, she wasn't tripping that he went out. She was tripping because he wasn't communicating while he's out. Okay, mm. and so this is where that respect. And really, it starts with communication, right? We have to communicate. And like I told him, one, if you're trying to rebuild something, then you you don't really have a lot of say so on that because you're the one that that messed that up, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to, you're going to have to do some things you might not want to do to show that person that you're committed and that that was just a one-time thing, right? It can happen. And, you know, you can come back from that mm-hmm. even stronger, right? Um but you have to be willing to communicate and say, okay, what, what are the boundaries? What are the things that she needs from me while we do this? And if she wants you to call her when you get there, while you're there and on the way back, you better pick up the phone and do all three because that's the boundary that, that you guys discussed and you said. Exactly. Is that, See, it, 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 you could call it whatever. Well, it could be a boundary, a rule, like a guideline. They all the same thing. They all go down to the same thing. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> if anybody want to call in and, and tap it on the top on the topic, the number is 929-282-0266. But I have a problem with that. I'm gonna explain. <laughs> you have okay. a problem with the word rules? Is that what it is? No, the checking in. I mean, like, I feel no, like listen. He just first said of all, the man cheated. Hold on, hold on. That's why he has to check in. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. It is, no, okay, you ain't. But cheating. listen, listen. Okay. Listen, listen. Give me two. <laughs> I understand he because you know cheating goes both ways. So this this mm-hmm. this goes for both women and men. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the checking in part. 
there's but so much checking. Like, okay, I'm gonna check in. Listen, hit you on a text. Yeah, babe, I'm at the spot. Babe, I'm on my way home. The in between part. Why we? Why? Why am I texting? I'm supposed to be having a good time. <laughs> I'm with you. I, I, I'm not disagreeing at all because I get that. I, I do. And I feel that. And and it's hard, actually, for me to check in when I get somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's been one of our disagreements <laughs> is because once I leave. I'm grown. <laughs> I love you, <laughs> but I'm going to do me. OK, and guess what? If I don't call you when I'm on my way back. I'll see you when I get home. But I also know that That's it. and respect but that. But he does. Right? And that this is where I said communication has to be a, a big piece. And, you know, again, if you say you're going to call her in the middle, mm-hmm. right, then you mm-hmm. should call her. Now, if you didn't, if you're like, yo, I'll call you when I get there and I'll call you on the way on the way home, then just do that. You know what I mean? Whatever y'all agree with, just respect those boundaries. And then along the way, as you start building that trust back, mm-hmm. You have to revisit the conversation. I was going to say that too. Right. Yeah. And then you have to kind of fix those boundaries because you've, you shouldn't be held to a mistake forever. Right. You know, there's got to yeah. be a point where, where you are allowed the freedom because you've earned it. You know, you've earned that, that respect back. So that's my take. But gotcha. like Linnell said, she said, I, she grown when she be in the house and when she come back, she see you. But that also goes for y'all live together. Yeah, people who don't live together. Right. So you telling me you left the house? Okay, you left the house. Some people don't even check in when they get home. Like, so now I don't even know you're home. Now I here I am calling and texting and calling and texting. You ain't answering. Something ain't right. Right. And that is, you know, but you got to see too, how long have you been together? What's going on? Like, there's so many, you could dive into that relationship, right? And see Mm -hmm. that this is 19 years of marriage, right? This is 27 years of us being friends. So we weren't always like this. You know, we weren't always. Y'all are soulmates. Y'all feel each other's. Oh, for sure. Anyway, so she gonna know when you home anyway. So that, (laughs) it's not y'all. We talking about other people. We need to fix other people. (laughs) But I would say, like, you know, the biggest problem, though, to be honest with you, is the communication part. We are really good at communicating. So I'll have a conversation with him. And I just kind of said, like, I know you're upset. And I really am sorry that you really need me to. You need me to. Okay. (laughs) You need me to call you. You want, you know, but it's all about love. He's just trying to check on me. He's trying to protect me. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, there's nothing you could do when I'm not. When you're not around, there's nothing you could do when I'm not here. So just let me go be me, you know, and then <laughs> I'll, I'll be back. And and that's how we kind of flow. But not everybody, you know, they don't. Well, and get let, that. Let, it's hard. But let's talk about it, because that's the one of the hardest things in a relationship is having hard conversations. conversations. Mm-hmm. But it's also the most important thing. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Like people don't want conflict. Right. But conflict mm. is, is man, you li- if you are in a relationship with somebody eventually you're going to disagree. You're not going to see eye to eye. And if you don't express that and you hold it in, that actually is like poison in your, in in the Mm -hmm. system of your relationship. And eventually it kills off the relationship. That's why we see people married 30 years and a lady comes home and her husband's packed up, got a a house, a wife, every, she didn't even know Mm -hmm. what was going Mm -hmm. on. Right. Why? Because he sat back, 
did whatever, didn't have an opinion. Oh, I'll do whatever, like a robot. And then he, he broke, right? And because he was never willing just to confront the situation, say, no, I didn't want to do that, or I need this, or whatever, right? So having these conversations are really important. And the more you do it, like anything, it becomes easier. Mm -hmm. It becomes you learn the triggers, you learn what to avoid, you learn how to articulate yourself in a way that she, you what you're trying to get across is actually heard, you know, not this yeah. other fluff stuff that we start arguing about. Well, what if the, you get to that point where you tried to communicate? You're sitting there, you're talking, and you feel like uh, you get to this point where you feel like you're talking to yourself, where, mm -hmm. you know, she's not listening. Wait, why, why so is it like, gotta be she? Why is it gotta be she? <laughs> Wow, that why person is, is not, why, not why, listening. Exactly. I'm trying to that person is not on. listening. <laughs> Listen, it ain't my fault. Jerry Tom is she. It's not. You know, it's not always a she. It's not always a she. Good Lord Jesus. Listen, when you're we significant talk, other. And y'all don't listen. See, see what I'm talking about? See? <laughs> she. And yo, I guess in your thing, it would be she because you have a wife, right? So true, but I'm I'm just say saying she. in general. Don't you know, you, you're trying to. If you speaking in general, you can't just say she. You gotta say they. All right, or they. something. That that person, <laughs> these these individuals. Shoot. You know, they they don't want to listen. Maybe they're going through so much that they're at that that point where you know maybe they feel like there's not enough that they can do. How do you get that get to them? How do you break that that wall to the point where you, you're able to get to them to get them to understand? You know, listen, man, yeah. for the long haul, man, that's that's hard. It One, is one because uh, until a person's ready, you can't help them. Nope. And and we learned that the hard way through our own lives. Mm -hmm. And then now that we help people, we see it all the time, and we're like, you know, you'll have one person that really wants to work things out and learn skills and and understands that maybe they're not even perfect at it, but they, they're ready. They're ready to, to receive and to do whatever needs to be done. But the other one is like, man, stubborn. I can't, I, they thinking about football or whatever, <laughs> right? Like they're not even, they, they giving you a stone cold face. Like they want to kill you. And I'm like, man, I didn't even know you until yesterday. Right. <laughs> like all of these things begin to happen. And what we always encourage people to do is to start working within right on that. Because there is only so much one person can do. Again, we one thing that we where we failed early in our marriage was she was trying to fix me and I was trying to fix her. That does not work. That does not work. I have to fix me. That's right. Mm -hmm. She has to fix her. Now, what what we saw happen a lot when you have two receptive people is that they feed off each other, right? So I'm fixing now. She's fixing. We're 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 raising the vibe, right? Uh, of our marriage and our own personal work. But when it's not like that, you'll have one person rising, the other person's here. And that's hard because sometimes they'll start rising after some time, right? Because they'll see the change in the other person. They'll be like, you know what? I love them. I, they're happy. I kind of want what they got, right? And they'll start pursuing it. Outside of that, then you have to just let that person be. That's right. And you have yeah. to continue to live your life the way that you're supposed to find. And that's why we tell people to do that inner work, because when you're happy within yourself, it doesn't really matter. I'm good. My happiness, my joy does not depend on her, mm -hmm. vice versa. Right. Yeah. And through that, hopefully they'll they'll wake up and they'll eventually get on the, the ball with with fixing themselves. And sometimes they don't. 
right? And then that's a, a whole different story, and that you know can go a lot of different ways. But that's why you gotta get therapy coaches. Yeah, and get coaches. You gotta get a third, get a third party. Get a third part, a yeah. lot of time it's third party that you have to allow to step into your relationship, and then they can kind of be like an outsider just looking in, just trying to just be a mediator for both of you, right? You get offended, and then, right, and then you're like, wait, they they listen to what they actually said. That's not what they said, but you're telling yourself a story. Okay, or what you thought they said. Yeah. People interpret things the way they want to hear it. That's it. And then you're like, wait. And so a third party can come in and get you both to just kind of settle down and just say, listen, you have to start listening. So I do understand where you're coming from, Don, when you say women, because we do have an issue with that, of really listening to what you're saying and, and taking heed to what men are saying, because a lot of times men really do start to express how they feel. They really do start to express how they feel. But a woman for so long is like taken on so much that she doesn't really want to hear what he has to say. She's not really trying to understand him. And that's a big problem. You're not trying to understand your partner. you got to start understanding your partner so that you can start having a better form of a communication. Yeah. I mean, that's what it goes down, boil down to. Um, I know when you, you said... Chad, when you said that you went through, you know, everything you went through, yeah. was there like a form of depression that, that kicked in and maybe that's where y'all lost the disconnect at some point? Oh, yeah, it oh, was. Yeah. It was 100%. I tried to kill myself right after I got out of the Army. That, that was my lowest you point he, in my life. You said he had PTSD. Yeah, I, I was having nightmares. Like, stuff I did. I mean, I had a couple nightmares while I was in. But not like anything crazy. But when I got mm -hmm. out, it was like every night I was getting maybe an hour of sleep, if that. And then I started drinking to try to go to sleep. Then I got addicted to drinking because I was just miserable. Mm. And one day I just, I, man, I, I, every time I tell this story, it's like I look back and I'm like a different person. But I, I broke down one day. It was like, what, nine or 10 o'clock in the morning. And I just started crying, man. I was, I, I was started in the shower. I'm butt naked. I get out the shower, butt naked. And I grab my, my Glock 17 mm. and I get on, I just fall on my knees and I put the gun to my head and my dog actually barged in. I, it had to been God at the same mm. time this was happening. Mm -hmm. And he jumped on me and started licking me. Maybe two minutes later, she walked in like, what the hell? You know, uh, what, are you, what is going on? She sees me naked with a gun in my hand and a dog licking me, right? So it just didn't look right, you know. But, um, uh, but I was, and, and that was actually what encouraged me to start riding motorcycles. I just knew I needed help. I started actually seeing a therapist mm -hmm. uh, in the VA. And, you know, it was one of the best things for me. I needed but you knew you needed help. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people said, don't want to get help. That's the problem. Right. Early, earlier when you guys were talking about how people come to you and there's one that wants the help and then there's one that just doesn't care. And I'm I'm thinking to myself, so why did you even come? Why did you even waste your time? Why did you, why did they waste your time, your significant other's time? You already knew you didn't want to be here. Because they know the partner. I thought say. And they know that if they do a little bit. Yep. Right, they then they enough. might relieve the, the little bit of pressure and things go back to the way they were. That's well, right. not if they come into y'all and y'all like this and then he like, or not she good. is like they, because I'm I'm gonna, <laughs> not he, mm -hmm. they, but he said it, as he said, <laughs> he said when he when he thinking about football, I don't think these women, I'm not saying that women don't watch football. Nah, I, don't think I, I know about to about say. 
I'm about to say, I, I got a giant fan with me all the time. During therapy sessions. I don't think that's what women are thinking about during therapy sessions. But when they they already knew, like when y'all started the work and they were like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Got, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It happens a lot. It does. It happens a lot. They but, just show up just to, like you said, just to appease the person, partner. their partner. Yeah. Yep. And right. then they use it against them. Well, see, I went to therapy with you. Right. I, 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 man, I've been yeah. doing everything you want me to do. And so it, it becomes a, a leverage piece that they, and, and you, you see that a lot of from, I hate to say it like this because I think it's overused, but a narcissistic type individual. I was about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, they do that a lot. They'll use something positive like that against their partner, make them feel bad so they can continue to rule the, the house. That's you right. know? Manipulation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all day, man. It's it. But again, wow. you, you can't make somebody change. You can't make somebody see what they need to see or what you see. And that's the hard part about relationships, period. That's a hard part about life, man. Mm -hmm. Like how many things you think yeah. about your own life? How long did it take you to realize and fully see certain things in your life? For me, Love 40 God. years, 40 Love. years or some things, right? And I'm looking back like, man, I wish 20 years ago I had to know. Mm -hmm. If I had known this 20 years ago, and it wasn't that people weren't telling me. Right. I just didn't want to hear it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know, so. Because yeah, I, I definitely know 40, it took me 48 years to realize a lot of mistakes that I made. I'm glad in you the past, And I can't. <laughs> And now it's like I could fix this. Yeah, it is different. And so I get it definitely. And yeah. then, you know, you wish you knew the things you knew then. Oh, for sure. I mean, do knew now yeah. then. Right. Right. You, think, you know, things could have definitely went different. Yep. Speak, yeah. When you get, speaking of narcissists, what is like something that you tell like a person that is dealing with a narcissist? Is there something that you could be like? <laughs> Oh, I tell them. Uh, <laughs> when you work with us, I'm very, oh. we're very upfront in the very beginning to say that we're going to be honest with you and we're not here to coat, sugarcoat anything or, or protect that aspect. If I don't tell you the truth, I don't love you and I'm not doing my job correctly. So mm -hmm. if I see those patterns and, but I also call that person out too. Mm -hmm. Like I, I don't have a problem with saying it in, in, in the session to like, Hey man, you know, you got this going on and that's mm -hmm. very, I might not say narcissist. I'll say that's very manipulative of you to do this, this, and this. And then I try to frame it in a way that they can see it. That's what I, my, my main goal is to try to frame it in a way that they can see what they're doing and bring some awareness to it. And maybe through their awareness, they begin to shift that and change it. So that way they can, you know, change the relationship. Mm -hmm. It doesn't always work out like that, but you know, yeah, I mean, I want to say there is times where you got to deal with women or men that play the victim. Oh, okay. yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So how do you do with the victim situation? Oh, how do you talk to someone and explain to them, listen, you're not the victim. You're actually you're bully. manipulating the situation. <laughs> so we and a bully, not the victim. Extreme ownership. Baby. We, we have a whole. I say we have a whole course on this, but yeah. you know the biggest thing is extreme ownership. Like when we start to teach them about extreme ownership, then mm. they start to be more self-aware 
of what they're doing and how they are always victim mentality. And then they start to take ownership of their, their place. Like, what did I do wrong? They can stop doing the blame game on the other person, but you can't do that until you're more self-aware of what you're doing and how you're living out your life. And once again, how you're playing out these stories in yeah. your mind that you're telling yourself. Everybody and now, yeah, now everybody he hates, hates me, you know, or he's did this or he did that or she, mm -hmm. or she did this or she did that. Let me take <laughs> Okay, but they did this. They did this. They go. They did. off the she. She did this. We also use we use our life. Yes, and examples of where we didn't take ownership. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I even use my motorcycle accident. Right. That was one of the hardest things in my life to accept. I was pissed. Mm -hmm. I was pissed. Especially the second. Well, both of them. The one was an eighteen-year-old kid on a cell phone. And the other was a grown man. I don't know, yelling at his kids, listening to Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. I don't know what he was doing in that. That's very frustration. I, I just wanted to let you know that it's very frustrating. <laughs> but, but go ahead. He but was probably, he was probably doing one of these. Yeah, <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, yeah, who chose to get on a motorcycle? Mm -hmm. Him or me? You did. Right? Who chose to be in that lane? Who who chose not to look over? Who wasn't? Who was jamming on their music and not really pay, being aware to what was going on? Right? That yeah. falls on the rider. That falls on me. And when you look back in our marriage, we can have those same examples, right? right? Of of areas where it's it's me, man. Mm -hmm. like, I had like, to finally say to him sorry because the uh, the first ten years when I say that we really didn't like each other and hate each other, I had to take ownership for it was. A lot of that was my fault. Uh, Chad really wanted to get married. And I was like, no. I said yes. I did. I said yes. And she meant no. But I really. No meant yeah. Yeah. No, yes, meant no. <laughs> yes, meant no. And I should have said no because I wasn't ready. I truly wasn't. I wasn't ready to uh, be a mom for the second time. I wasn't ready to walk down the aisle and say I do and take the whole commitment on. I wasn't ready for all the responsibility that came with that. And so what I did was I did play victim mm -hmm. and I did fall. I didn't want to take ownership at all for, for me singing. Yes. For me walking down the aisle, for me laying down and having that second baby. I did not want to take ownership of none that. I just blamed him. Like as if he was like, he like made he did all that by himself. Yeah. He had a gun to the back, to the back of your head. Like, like you, you, that that baby. you know, I remember you saying that, that second baby. Times. <laughs> like you, you wanted this little girl, like here, this is, she's yours. And he's like, you wow. had like you no, had so familiar right now. And yeah. I was just like, you know, you wanted to get married and you want you needed all this. I didn't need any of that. And like then, I just tripped and fell and it all happened. <laughs> right? But mm -hmm. then once I said <laughs> I started taking ownership and started really diving into, like I said, that that inner self, right? And started saying, I need to really fix me. I can't fix him any longer. I can't even try to fix him because it ain't working. It's making it worse. Yeah. And I said, let me go ahead and fix me. Man, there was this big shift in our relationship because I no longer focused on him. Like he was here, but I was so focused on myself and just really working on me. And that's what we try to teach people. If you would stop focusing on your partner, stop focusing on, on everybody else and just focus on within, then nothing else matters. Nothing else matters because you're really working on finding peace and whole and joy within yourself. And then everything else will come. It's a reflection. It really it's a reflection. will fall in. Okay, but while you're doing that, while you're finding the reflection within, mm -hmm. this is where now your partner feels like they're being ignored. Even though you're trying to work on you, your partner mm -hmm. feels ignored. 
Like, no, wait a minute, I'm still here. Like, hey, mm-hmm. can I get some attention? I mean, is that a part of some... working on themselves too? Well, if they working on themselves, they worry about you. That's a good question. That's a good question. Uh, well, we have done that too. Well, we did. I'd like to say, yeah, I'm the one that shifted first. He did. As far as looking within, right? And mm-hmm. I like we were doing this before we knew what to do, good or bad, right? We just were doing things, and and so I started working on myself, and she started feeling a certain way. And you know, the thing with that is one. The one thing I did is I never neglected her. And I, here's where we go, we go back to, I guess, boundaries and communication. I set out time. Hey, mm-hmm. from this time to this time, I'm I'm reading, I'm meditating, I'm worried, I'm, I'm about me, right? And don't walk in unless the house is on fire. Cool. Mm-hmm. The same can go for her. Mm-hmm. And then I will respect that hour or whatever it is, okay? And so that's how we began to get around it. Because at first I was just doing it. And she was like, hello, I'm know, still here. Still like, present. Oh, so you, oh, you're Mr. Perfect, huh? Right. <laughs> and, and so you started trying to play that, that card. And I was like, no, I'm just trying to work on me. Right. I'm trying to find something here. And so I explained it. And then I broke down why and, and what I was doing to do that. And then I said, okay, look, I'm going to, I'm going to use this time in the morning. And sometimes, it, and, and this is big for, I guess, a lot of men. And I'm going to say men because you know, this, this is important. We, we have a lot of responsibilities and then we come home from work and we, we try a good, a good man is going to try to relieve the wife, right? Help with the kids. So it's almost like second duty, right? You know, when you get home and nothing to take away from the woman because she's home with the kids all day. And that's, that's a job I would not want. (laughs) <laughs> but what I, what I, my point is is that when you set boundaries sometimes you got to take some time early in the morning get up a little earlier stay up a little bit late you got to make those adjustments so you can get exactly. your time, right and still fulfill the obligation of being the breadwinner or if you're the breadwinner and coming home and taking helping with the kids and doing your your fatherly and your husbandly duties Right. So you have to find balance with that. And that's going to look different for every single couple mm-hmm. and for every single person. But it's possible. Mm-hmm. You might lose a little bit of sleep, but you'll you'll gain a lot of peace and you won't even feel tired. Right. So if you can stay up in club and then go to work, you can Come stay on. up and meditate and get your mind right and then have have peace throughout the day. And that's what I say. Yo, there's so much more I want to deep dive in right now. (laughs) I'm looking at that Tom, and I'm like, (sighs) we definitely need this. This this, there definitely got to be a part two on this situation. I would love that. We would love that. Um, and and definitely got to be when I have like a thousand more minutes. I'm about to say, Dawn, when uh, is when you ain't going on vacation. I know. (laughs) So what happens is is when you ain't got other stuff to do. Yo, I yeah, may be late, up. but I could stay late. Yeah, this, this is just one of them days. I got a lot more to do. Yeah, you better go and, help but I definitely, definitely want a part two to this. Yes. Because this stuff, I, I, I ain't dip diving yet. That you know, because there's, there's really also, questions. there's also other parts of the relationship that you yeah. know you have problems and oh yeah, need to yeah. dip diving off. Yeah. But for tonight. How do y'all want to go out? Well, look, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell y'all this. Being in a relationship's hard work. 
Fuck yeah. But it's worth oh. it. Can I say that? You can curse. You can curse. Oh, yeah. Amen. <laughs> but it's worth it you in the curse. long run. It is. Uh, invest in, invest in the long game. And you will live, you will have a very happy life. Remember that your partner is a mirror, a mirror of you. So whatever you're seeing in them is really going on within you. So if you fix you, you fix what you see in your partner, you fix what you see around your entire world. So that's what I'll say on that. I say be solution oriented in everything you do. If you go to our podcast, you will hear me say that all the time. That's the biggest thing that I started doing and I made my family start. Well, I asked my family to start doing and I challenged them to do is stay solution oriented. So if you come to with me with the problem, come with me to with the solution. That's how you got to do it. And if you do that within a marriage, in a relationship, in life, right, you're going to always have challenges. You're always going to be defeated by something. But just look at the bright light and then find a solution and then move on. Don't stay where you're at. Okay. Because that's the biggest issue, too, in society right now. Everybody stays where they're at. And I don't mean the present moment enjoying it. I mean in the negative. People always stay in the negative. There is always something positive that you can find, okay? If you got with somebody and it might not be great in this moment, let me tell you something. You need to go back. That's the only time I'll tell you look in the past if you're going to learn from it, okay? So I want you to go back and look and say, when I, why did I get with them? And then you start making this list of everything so great about them. And I want you to look at that list. Okay. <laughs> Everything that's negative. Okay. About them. I want you to say, okay, how can I help them? How can I help them be better at, you know, fixing some of these things and then get yourself a third party coach. That's what I would say. It doesn't necessarily have to be bulletproof marriage. It could be anybody go see a therapist, go get some help, not your friends, not yeah. your family, not somebody that's in a, a terrible relationship or marriage. You need a non-biased opinion. You need a non-biased person. Yeah. Okay, that can stand that's in and just be there. Yes. And somebody that has, when I say Experience. expertise, not somebody that's read a couple books. Okay. <laughs> and that's build some expertise by some books. I'm talking about somebody that's, that's been through some cheating, somebody that's actually been through, you know, maybe some, 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 you a step parent, you know, somebody that's been through some, some physical, you know, altercations, some mental issues, right? Some emotional issues, like somebody that's actually been through, been there and done that. So that's what I would say. And those, those are things that I want to touch on. Oh, I, I, figured I, I ain't even get there yet. Like, <laughs> we got you. We I'm about to say, we got you. Trust 100%. me. All that and more. We've been there. Done I, that. I'm going to keep it a buck. If I didn't have somebody coming on when we come back, oh, it would have been part two right then and there. But I think <laughs> what I'm going to do is, you might need to I, push haven't them set, I haven't set, set a schedule for the following week after that. Okay. I would, if y'all are free, I would love for y'all to come more. Yeah. Okay. Nobody and, knows when that day is. And, and, what, what date is that? Yeah, I'll check the calendar. Yeah, the calendar but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I want y'all to come back on. And we're going to make Absolutely. a little spicy, little, you know what I mean? That's the 29th. 29th. If y'all free. I think this should be good. I'm trying to. It should be. We're going to check them schedules. We're going to check yeah. them schedules. Yeah, yeah. We'll check. Like I tell everybody. Once you come on, you're part of the family. family. The door is open. We have these conversations. We talk. Y'all want to pull up, whether it's one of y'all, two of y'all, both. Y'all more than welcome. And listen, we definitely will chop it up. So let them know how they can find you. So mybulletproofmarriages.com is our website. 
we have a Facebook group, My Bulletproof Marriages, and it's a great resource. It's a free resource. Other couples trying to do the same thing that you're trying to do, cultivate a thriving marriage. And we have some singles in there, too, that want to get married. So they're trying to learn from people that already are. We got a, a couple in there that's been married like 40 years. So mm. you know, way longer than us. And so, you know, regardless, those are probably the two best things we had. We're on my bulletproof marriage is on Instagram, but we're old. So we don't do Instagram <laughs> like that. And uh, we got, Wait, why would you, y'all not, we are, we, we are as a group are old. I would say one, he always says that, but I'm not old. I just want to put that out there. Okay? We as a group are not old. <laughs> I, I, I'm not old. All right. Not at all. Thank you. Old see, is you threw your age out there. See, so, you know, I, I just want to say. I'm older than you, so I, you, if I ain't old, you ain't old. <laughs> you ain't old. <laughs> but I get you with the Instagram you stuff. Older. I don't do it either. No, it's, it's not even that we're old on, on the fact that it's Instagram. We are both actually not social media people. That's it. all it is. Mm. We're just not. We're just not big on it. And um, we're not big on, uh, you know, selling ourselves. We're just us. And we're really here yeah. just to help people. We really want to see people yeah. thrive. We want to see people get over those hurdles and stop breaking up for my new, my new shit. That just, mm -hmm. I mean, listening to people. I'm like, you broke up for what? Like, can you please come have a conversation? Let me tell you about some real shit over here. It's, you know, it's because people, they, first of all, they don't even really be wanting to be with these people. Come on! Yeah, that, I, I, nah, I used to think that. I, I used to think and that. They like, really, and they don't like. And they don't. One of my relationships. I, I did break up for some dumbness. I and broke up because really I, 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 I broke up because I ain't get a plate. A simple yo. What? You ain't gonna really bring me a plate? <laughs> oh, it's over. John, you didn't really want to be with that girl. You didn't want to be with her. She just wasn't my soulmate again. I, that's how I take it. She wasn't yeah, my soulmate. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, and the plate definitely was the. <laughs> Well, <laughs> that, you know what? That's something we can talk about because that, that's a whole different beast too. Is, is people's selections, mm -hmm. and it, but it goes back to to a lot of times our childhood mm -hmm. and and why we select certain people. So there, there's a deeper rooted issue behind it. Hundred percent. Mm. It wasn't just Definitely. the plate, Dawn. We is at the barbecue. You see other women giving their man a plate. I can't get a plate. You gonna tell me get my own plate? Oh, it's over. <laughs> Do you leave her at the barbecue? I don't want to talk to you no more. <laughs> is your legs broke? Is your arms broke? What is wrong? Why you couldn't bring her? What happened? Oh, see that? See? Not, it's over, Rainbow. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> I want no more parts of it. <laughs> Rainbow, how you going out, Rainbow? Wait, was it her family's barbecue? Or was it just a, re a random barbecue? No, nah, it was her friend friend's barbecue. barbecue. It was her friend's barbecue. Um, well, then maybe she should have got your plate. But okay. <laughs> I just want to say I want to no. thank y'all so much for being here. Aww. I can't wait till you guys come back. Um, I want to thank everybody that was in the comments and everybody that watched. Um, y'all need to tell a friend to tell a friend because when they come back, y'all gonna really want to be in y'all really gonna want to be in this conversation because if y'all gonna want a good, strong marriage, even though she says she still wanna kill him some days. <laughs> I feel like if you don't, then y'all really love each other. Oh, yeah. We just did a podcast on that. We, we did. We just did a uh, launched a podcast with this. Actually, yeah. yes, this morning about that. We had so many uh, so-called coaches out here and they three, said they never. Married three years. Yeah, married three years. Ah, we don't and ever never fight. argued. 
never fall. That means y'all don't really never love each other. Because if you, you love somebody, y'all going to go through some stuff. Yes. 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 And y'all going to get over it. That's right. And get on with it. Yes, I, I, rem I remember Michelle Obama said for 10 years straight she hated oh she hated Barack. Yeah, yeah. She said I couldn't stand him. Yes, he was out there golfing and I was changing diapers. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> she she said, I couldn't stand that, right. that man. But look at them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you gotta put the work in, people. Yeah, yep. So yep. when we yep. come back, we're gonna talk about putting in the work. That's right. But I just want to mm -hmm. say thank y'all again for being here. Don, you ain't got no choice but to be here, but thanks for being here as well. I know I was right. late, but you was here. And I just want to say thank y'all. God bless and good night. I was excited. That's why. Super excited for them to be on the show. I, I think I, I hit them like about 30, 40 times today. Yo, yeah, you, sure, you coming to make sure you're sure you're pulling up? You sure? Definitely. All right. Seven o'clock. Let me just send one more. I can't wait to see y'all. That's another reminder. Sure. Okay. Uh, you know, it's seven, seven Eastern time, <laughs> not, not Central. We would not uh, miss this. We'd not miss this. This is great. But I want to one thank everybody that was in the comments. I want to thank you two. Y'all are very amazing, and I definitely appreciate y'all. And I can't wait for part two. Yeah. And yeah. I don't say that a lot, so everybody, I'm really here now. I'm I'm in tune. Me too. Definitely gonna definitely have a great time. Once again, shout out to our sister stations, iAccess Radio, 716 Live, WUPN 864, The Beat, South Carolina. Shout out to Bobby D Customs, ACS Productions. Yo, we appreciate y'all, man. Listen, tell a friend to tell a friend, man. Even Rush is here. We ain't going nowhere. Make sure y'all check out Nequasia, because you already know what it is. And uh, yo, we'll be back, not next week, but the week after. So I'll holla at y'all later. Peace. Peace.